Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. In desperation, I just cried out, You foul spirit in the name of Jesus, I command you to shut up. And when I said that, just kerflop, he hit the floor. I mean, he shut up. I didn't hardly get the words out of my mouth until he shut up immediately. He just hit the floor. The dark cloud disappeared. I could see Jesus. And that little old demon lay there on the floor in front of me, just like a little old dog. Did you ever take a little old dog, you know, and whip him, you know, and a little old pup, you know, and he just lay there and whine and shake all over, just, 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 just tremble all over. And he said to me, I sure don't want to, but if you tell me to, I know I have to. Well, I said, not only shut up, but get out of here. And he got up and ran off. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. I thought, as I was there in prayer, you see, now I can't see Jesus. The dark cloud is coming to obscure him. The demon is yakety-yakking. I can hear the sound of his voice. He just went right on talking, just went right on talking. But I can't distinguish one word he's saying. Well, I just almost panicked. I thought, you know, I need to hear that because he's saying something very important. I need to get that, and I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Then I thought, Didn't Je- don't Jesus know I'm not hearing him? Don't he know that I'm not getting that? Why don't Jesus do something about that? Now, see, a lot of things happen in life. I want you to get the spiritual point. Don't just get your mind on the vision there and all of that, what actually literally happened, but just get, you see, we ask questions. Well, why did God permit this? Why did Jesus permit this? Why don't he do something? If you listen carefully, you'll find out. You'll find out. You'll have all your answers. If you'll just listen. Why? I'm, I'm thinking that. Why did he permit that devil to do that? Don't he know I'm not getting what he's trying to say to me? Don't he know I'm not getting it? Why did he allow that? Why did he permit that to come to pass? Why don't he do something about it? Why don't he stop that demon? Well, he didn't do anything. The dark cloud's still there. I can't see Jesus. It's like a big smoke screen, you see. I can't see Jesus. The demon's still jumping up and down the hall and I can't hear him. I hear the sound of his voice, but I don't distinguish one word. I don't know one word that he said. A few seconds at a time like that can seem like 10 minutes. I know it must have been just a few seconds, but it seemed to me like it must have been 10 minutes, you know. And finally, in desperation, in desperation, I just cried out, you foul spirit in the name of Jesus, I command you to shut up. And when I said that, just kerflop, he hit the floor. I mean, he shut up. I didn't hardly get the words out of my mouth until he shut up immediately. He just hit the floor. The dark cloud disappeared. I could see Jesus. And that little old demon lay there on the floor in front of me, just like a little old dog. Did you ever take a little old dog, you know, and whip him, you know, and a little old pup, you know, and he just lay there and whine and shake all over, just, 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 just tremble all over. And he said to me, I sure don't want to, but if you tell me to, I know I have to. Well, I said, not only shut up, but get out of here. And he got up and ran off. And then, then Jesus said something that absolutely upended my theology. Now, you know, sometimes our theology needs upending. 
If it does, it's just upended. Praise God. What do you say? Get it lined up right. Get it lined up right. You see, he knew what I was thinking. See, he knew my thoughts. I had thought, why doesn't he do something about that demon? Why doesn't he? Why did he permit that? Why did he let that happen? Don't he know I'm not getting the message? They will forget the longest day I live. To me, it's just as new as though it happened last week. See, spiritual things never grow old. Hallelujah. So he knew what I was thinking, and he said, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. Well, now, you know, that came as a, you know, I said, with, with great surprise. Lord, uh, I, I know I misunderstood you. <laughs> you didn't say, if I hadn't done something about that demon, you couldn't. You said you wouldn't, didn't you? <laughs> no. No, he said, I said, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. I said, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I said, Lord, you see, the second time now. You didn't say if I hadn't done something about that demon, you couldn't. You said you wouldn't, didn't you? No. He said, I said, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. Well, I sort of shook my ears out of way, you know, both of them, you know. And I said, there's something happened to me. I I'm not hearing right. Lord, I said, I know I misunderstood you or, or I didn't hear it right. You didn't say that if I hadn't done something about that demon that you couldn't, you said you wouldn't, didn't you? And then he, he answered just pretty bold, just almost out and said, no, I didn't say I couldn't, I said I wouldn't. I couldn't, not I wouldn't, I'll get it right. I couldn't, not wouldn't, could not, could not. Well, now, one fellow said to me, well, now, don't tell me there's not anything Jesus can't do because he can do just anything he wants to do. I said, well, if he can, why don't he make you pay your tithes? <laughs> you know, that ended the conversation right there. <laughs> Amen, that ended it right there. That, 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 that's closed it down, closed it down. That closed it down right there. And you know what was so strange about it was that I didn't know the man didn't know he didn't pay tithes. Spirit of God told me. I heard those words coming out of the mouth and almost turned to look to see who was sinning and realized it was coming out of my mouth. But God just had a way of taking care of that fellow. Amen. Now, I said, uh, Lord, I never heard anything like that in my life. Did you? I, I never heard anything like that. I said, that's different than anything I ever preached. That's different than anything I ever heard preached. And Jesus got me in deeper before he got me out. He said to me then, he said, there's not anything in the New Testament anywhere that tells the church if they'll pray to me or pray to God the Father that we'll do anything about the devil. In fact, he said, the church or the Christian or the believer to pray that I will rebuke the devil or that God will rebuke the devil is wasting their time. 
When he said that to me, I said to the Lord, Lord, I've sure wasted a lot of time because <laughs> I picked up the bad habits other Christians have. You know what I mean? I don't know that he ever did rebuke him, but I sure prayed that he would anyhow. See, it's a whole lot easier just to turn the responsibility over him, not to assume any on your own or think you turned it over to him. Don't shout me down. That's because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> and so uh, I said, I've sure wasted a lot of time then. Then I said to him, Lord, I can't accept that. I don't care if I am seeing you. I don't care if I am hearing you and you would talk to him just as real and as plain as any person that ever spoke to me in my lifetime. I still cannot accept that unless you can prove that to me by the word of God. I won't accept any vision, any kind of supernatural experience if it can't be proven by the Holy Scriptures. Now listen, particularly the New Testament, I'm not so concerned about the old. I'm not living under the old covenant. It was spiritually, for spiritually dead people. I'm not spiritually dead. I'm living under the new covenant. Are you listening to me? And that's where the Christian ought to live. Get in the epistles and live there. And then you'll really flourish as a Christian. Praise God. Well, I said, your Bible said, in the Word of God, it said in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. So I want at least three witnesses and all of them in the New Testament that proves what you've said or I won't accept it. Now, you think he became angry with me because I said that? No, he didn't. And Jesus just smiled so sweetly and he said, I'll go you one better. See, I said three. He said, I'll give you four witnesses in the New Testament, you see. And I said, well, uh, I've read the New Testament through 150 times and portions of it more than that. And if there's anything like that in there, I don't know it. And he said, why, Sunday's a lot in there you don't know yet. <laughs> I'm glad there is. I said, I'm glad there is. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now then, Jesus said to me, first of all, nowhere, there's no place in the New Testament, let me say it again, no place in the New Testament, where any writer, Paul, that is writing letters to the church, you see, Paul, Peter, James, John, Jude, any of them that wrote letters to believers or Christians, not one single place where they told the church to pray to God the father about the devil or against the devil. Not one single place. Not one single place. That's the reason he said to me, people who pray that God would re rebuke the devil are wasting their time. You see, the least member of the body of Christ has just as much power over the devil as anyone has. And unless believers do something about the devil, nothing will be done. You can see that in that case. Nothing was done till I did it. Now Matthew records, and this is the first scripture that Jesus gave to me. First of all, Matthew is the first witness. Matthew, the 28th chapter, when Jesus arose from the dead there, you know, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, all power or authority is given unto me both in heaven and in earth. Now, the Greek word, I knew this, translated power means authority. What Jesus actually said is, all authority is given unto me both in heaven and in earth. Now, he said, if you stop reading there, Jesus said to me in this vision, then you would say, well, now, dear Lord Jesus, you do have authority on earth. You could have done something because it said right here that all authority in heaven and in earth was given unto you. 
But he said, you see, I immediately delegated my authority on the earth to the church. I immediately turned that over to them. You see, I immediately said to them, go ye into all the world. Hallelujah. Matthew said, teach all nations. Mark said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. One of the very first signs was that they'd exercise authority over the devil. My name, they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. And right on down the line, they'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover. Well, the very first sign that would follow any believer, not just some preacher or somebody, but any believer is, in my name, they'll cast out devils. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Tools for Navigating Life Package. Included is the best-selling book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit by Ken Hagan, and God's Positioning System by Lynette Hagan. All three resources for just $21.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. March 23rd through the 26th, yes. we're going to be in North Miami Beach, Florida, the Words of Life Fellowship, Pastor Stan and Jerry Moore. It is going to be a great time. Absolutely. Come on out, bring all your friends and everybody. We're going to have a great time in North Miami Beach. That's right. And then April 6th through the 9th, we're going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, Faith Family Church, Pastors Tony and Jeanette Finley. If you're in the area, make sure that you yeah. go. Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on our authority as believers. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.